You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and I have a special treat for us today. We're going to be talking to the founders of the most exclusive and inspired dog clothes brand. They're called Manfred of Sweden, and we'll be chatting with Bjorn and Ann Gardsby, founders and owners of the brand. They don't agree to do too many interviews, they don't need to, so we're really honored to have them with us today. But first, we're going to take a break for a message from our sponsors. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after a short pause. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young, and I said I had a treat for us today, and I do. We're speaking with Bjorn and Ann Gardsby, founders of what could be the most exclusive dog clothing brand in the world, called Manfred of Sweden. Hi, Bjorn, Ann. Hi. 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 How are you? We're doing great. Doing great. So happy to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much. It's a real pleasure. Oh, I'm so glad. And I know that you're in the midst of some big design work. So spend as much time with us as you can. Bjorn, I'm going to direct most things to you so Anne can do what she needs to do. So let's just take it from there, okay? Fine. Great. Great. So Manfred of Sweden is, in my mind, one of the most accomplished and exclusive brands out there. I love it. What was the inspiration behind the brand and when did you launch it? We launched it 2003 and Mm -hmm. it was Manfred, our little Yorkie, who uh, when we bought him, he was very little and it's quite cold here in Sweden. So Anne stole one of my leather jackets to make a jacket for him. We went to a veterinarian and he said that you you need to put a jacket on him, otherwise he will get ill or sick or or you will have some trouble. So she stole one of my leather jackets and (laughs) that's how it all started. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about that first leather jacket. It's very cute. I mean, uh, listeners can see it on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. Well, it was uh, more like, not a biker jacket, but, you know, one of these uh, jackets that most uh, music- rock musicians have, like uh, the great stars of the world. And, and uh, I had it in the water for a long time, and I didn't use it. So it was black, you know, with zippers and uh, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, and then bought some small handcuffs. Or I some saw to, that. <laughs> yeah, to put on the jacket. So that was fair. But it felt its purpose because it was quite uh, warm. And, and, you know, he 
he really liked it. And also people, when we were walking the streets, they said, wow, they've never seen that before. So the first design was quite good in a way. So uh, It's adorable. It looks really cute on him. And he's a cutie pie. And I love the handcuffs detailing. I thought that was really, really cool. I'm sure back in 2003, you know, people just didn't see that kind of stuff around. So no. very, very special. What is the design process from how you choose what to design to completion? Well, that's and when she, she sees something, when we travel around the world, it could be in India, Japan, or, or Moscow, or all around the world, she sees something that she thinks is cute, and she does that. She doesn't go with the, the flow of all the, what the pet industry usually does, because she, she can sit on a, you know, we can sit on a restaurant looking at people, and she, she suddenly says, oh, I want to do that. And then she does it. And, and, and the next morning, there's a new jacket. Very, very cool. So it's not really runway inspired either. It's whatever strikes and, you know, uh, inspiration button, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Whatever she sees and whatever she feels when it could be in Italy, for instance, we were sitting on uh, one of these fantastic restaurants and looking at the people in a big square and and she saw a girl passing by and, and then she got the inspiration from that. It could be so many things. It could be little things. It could be a handbag. It could be some clothing. It could be whatever. Just what comes into her mind. And do you or does Anne sketch or do you have somebody that works with you as part of your team that does that sketching process? And do you work with dog mannequins? How do you actually put it together? Well, it's all in Anne's mind. She put it together. She doesn't have anyone that does her sketching. She does it from the beginning to the end. And she doesn't want anyone to be involved in that. So nobody else has done the designs that we're doing at all. It's all Anne that does that because she's very determined to do everything on her own because she doesn't want to have anyone involved. It's only her thing. It's the same with the handbags and the clothing that she does for for humans and everything. So Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And is, is Manfred your sample size? Is he the mannequin? <laughs> yeah, he's the mannequin and also Moose, his son, which is also on the pictures on the websites. And, uh, oh, wow. I it, didn't know he had a little son. Yeah, he, he has a son called Moose and he's, he's right here beside me. So, and uh, he's a little bit more, Manfred is the, the real mannequin, but, but Moose is a little bit more, you know, he, he looks much more like the, the guys on the gold gym in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> he's a little more macho? Yeah, he's a little bit more <laughs> in his body. Manfred is the perfect model in that sense. But nowadays, Manfred, he only does what he wants. We don't make him do anything or at all. So you can say he's quite retired in a way. He's, he's doing what he wants. It's, well, he's uh, already achieved supermodel status, so he doesn't yeah. need to do anything else. No, no. <laughs> it, it's quite fun because he's very determined who he likes and who he doesn't like. So it, it's quite fun. I've never had a, quite a small dog as he. But I had Great Danes. I had uh, Sankt oh, Bernard wow. and all that. But I must say Manfred is the biggest dog I ever had, although he's very, very tiny. Small yeah. in size, big in personality. It's the same thing with Sophie. She's 11 pounds, but huge personality, much more yeah. so than the German Shepherd that I have. So I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, great. You understand her. I can understand <laughs> it with Sophie, too. That's great. 
Yeah. What about the fabrics? You have a vintage collection and a folklore collection, both of which are really, really stunning. The vintage, you know, sort of speaks for itself, some wonderful vintage inspired or vintage, actual vintage fabrics. And the folklore, it's more of that sort of needlepoint type of design. Where do you source your fabrics for these kinds of pieces? The pieces for the vintage is from all over Europe. It's, you know, the Herm- it looks like Hermé, most of them. You both have them in silk and, and some polyester fabric. The polyester is actually better because it lasts longer than the silk. Mm, yeah. But it looks as good and it's very good in every sense for the dog as well because it breathes. The folklore is, is an old tradition in Sweden and most of those fabrics we use are about some are 80 years to 90 years old. And, you know, there was a time in Sweden, I think it was in the U.S. as well and all over the world, but in Sweden when people were sitting in their small houses in in the north of Sweden and all around Sweden when there was actually no television. I remember when television, we saw that you had remote controls to your your television in the U.S. We didn't have that at that time. So all the people... That they had to do something. So all the women, they were doing this. They were needle pinpointing and stitching all these these fabrics. And now we buy them all over the place and the ones that we like. And we do some clothes of it. Yes. That's so wonderful because you have a piece of your own history in the pieces as well. Really, really yeah. lovely. Very Absolutely. cool. And w- when you can see these women, they were sitting there, you know, on the porch or well, whatever in the summer because it's quite cold in Sweden. So in the wintertime, they were sitting inside. And that, that was their pleasure at that time because probably there was no television at all. They had a radio, but they were sitting and listening to the radio and they were doing this. It's an enormous amount of work in all these stuff. I know. That done. So we thought it would be a waste not to use that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Do you have a um, most popular design or style that you found over the years people gravitate towards? Well, they gravitate to different things depending on which country it is. I mean, we've done, for Russia, we've done some jackets that are a little bit more of lamb napa, you know, in another way that was a little bit thicker. And they need it because it's so cold in Russia in wintertime. So the dogs actually need it. And also in Sweden, they need that. And then you have the south of Europe where they use the letters a lot because Mm -hmm. the letter comes like a leather jacket for a person i mean it breathes and it's also it's shaping itself the more you wear it to your body and the more it gets a little bit vintage and what do you say patina or patinated oh the patina yes the patina patina of the leather yes yeah so it looks better all the time just like the jackets for us so that's why we did it and also we we spoke with a veterinarian who said leather would be good but if you have these plastic materials that doesn't breathe it's actually not good for the dog when they're in a cold country like this and people bring them in and out all the time so that's why we thought we should have that. So the, the veterinarian actually told us from the beginning and set the standards for what we should do. And That's not- really interesting, Bjorn. Really interesting because, you know, what's becoming more and more popular, too, is using cruelty-free materials for dog clothing, which includes PVCs and includes other forms of, I guess, plastic-based 
materials. So that's a very interesting thing to hear. I've never heard anybody say that a veterinarian would not recommend something like that because it doesn't breathe. No, no, they did, actually. When you say you have these dogs without hair at all, they don't have any fur or anything. Mm-hmm. And you see a woman coming on her bicycle and she has the dog in the basket in the front and it's it's very cold outside. It's only a plastic thing that she put on the dog and it only helps for the wind, but it doesn't do anything else. And then she brings it into, I mean, if she goes into a shop or whatever and she doesn't take it off, there, there might be some humid under there and when she comes out again, the dog gets cold. So yeah. there's a lot of different things that you have to think about if you have a dog and depending on which dog it is. I mean, we have a Great Dane in San Francisco that needs clothing because his constitution, like different people, have different, you know, some are freezing and some are are not. Mm -hmm. But it's the same with dogs. People didn't think that when I grew up. When I grew up, if a dog got sick, they just put him down. Nowadays, now it's a part of the family. And and it's totally different. So you have to think a little bit about what you're doing and when you're buying things for your dog. I mean, if you think you should buy a, a very cheap thing and if you can't afford things think twice before you put it on the dog it should fit the dog it should be for the dog and the material should be for the dog and also where you're living if you're living in san francisco or new york or you're living in alaska it's totally different it's not just absolutely i think that's a wonderful yeah i think it's a wonderful message for us pet owners and really appreciate that i want you to hold that thought for a second though because we're going to take a short commercial break but when we come back We're going to discover Manfred of Sweden's most elaborate designs, the famous photographer they've collaborated with, and a brand new product they're about to launch. We have something special for listeners too, so you'll learn about it here first. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. And I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young. And we're here with Bjorn Gardsby, 
of Manfred of Sweden, and we're talking about their wonderful, exclusive dog fashion brand. Welcome back, Bjorn. Thank you so much. And before we start talking about Manfred of Sweden again, I would like to say that your designs are really gorgeous and and beautiful. We really appreciate it. So I just want to tell you that. And Sophie, she looks good in everything. So I recommend people to look at your design because we do love it. Oh my God, thank you so much. Coming from you, it's like the most amazing of compliments. Thank you. I'm blushing right now. Thank you very much. (laughs) Getting back to Manfred of Sweden, which really set the bar, you have some extraordinarily elaborate designs that are just absolutely gorgeous. Tell us about some of the more elaborate ones that you've done. Well, we did a fairy tale jacket and I think it took about Anne about four weeks or five weeks to put about 2,500 Swarovski crystals on the on a jacket that we thought oh. it was for a competition in New York, Pet Fashion Week. I, I do appreciate everything that Pet Fashion Week New York stands for with Derek Defund and Mario Defanti. It was a fantastic show and, and it was very good for the entire pet industry that they started this because it took the pet industry to another level. And I hope they will uh, be out there again because I do appreciate all what they did both for Manfred and Sweden and for all the others out there because they took it to another level. But anyway, so that was a competition there and we won the competition. I think it was 2008. Ooh. And, and it was the immediate Choice Award for Pet Fashion Week, and it was uh, by Swarovski Elements that sponsored the whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry about the dogs, but as no. we are dog owners, uh, you need to have some barking. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, I've, got, it, it, I've got Sophie it, here with a chew bone so yeah. that she, <laughs> she would be <laughs> occupied, but she's yeah. fast asleep. But you know, this is a pet show. It's a pet fashion show, and we have pets, so oh, it's perfectly okay. fine. Yeah. yeah no problem. I just before you continue talking about the fairy tale and other elaborate designs, I just want to clarify that the Pet Fashion New York show was this the one in Sao Paulo, Brazil? It was in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It was in Tokyo and Yokohama, and it was in New York. And it started 2006. I went over and I met them at the first time. I didn't know anything about it, and I was amazed by what these guys were doing the first year and also the other years. They it is totally fantastic because they get all the people in the the pet industry to an event that was the best event I've ever seen. And And uh, that's saying a lot. And I believe that it was inspired by what areas in New York or it was inspired by our city neighborhoods, some of the favorite neighborhoods of New York City. That's what it was. Yeah, it was in Chelsea. It was Chelsea and the Metropolitan where they were so it it was fantastic to be there but anyway the fairy tale it came because Swarovski called us and asked us to do something for the show and and came up with us we we just had been to a trip to uh, Morocco and all the the scents the the colors the uh, the ambience and also from India it was all this it was a lot of curry and in the air it was fantastic so she didn't show it to me until two weeks after I've got the material at first and uh, we put all the uh, the stones or she put all the stones on it and and I said wow this is fantastic because it's the same jacket if you go out on manfredasweden.com and you go to one of the videos which is called Los Angeles you will mm-hmm. see man 
Manfred running on Venice Beach. He's actually flying over the sand in the same <laughs> jacket that we put all the Swarovski crystals on. Oh my God. On this particular fairy tale jacket? Yeah, so oh it's a jacket you can wear. So it's for the dog and it's fitting perfect and you could move in it, you could do whatever you like in it. So, And I think that's important for, yes. for our sake. I, I mean, that the dog should be comfortable in the jacket that they're wearing. Yes, it's fashion meets function. And you'll be able to see a picture of this fairy tale jacket. It is just not to be believed exquisite. Lots of Gorgeous, gorgeous, rich colors, plums and burgundies and, you know, navies and gorgeous, gorgeous crystal embellishments. Very, very cool. And important, too, that a dog can run on the beach and feel comfortable wearing a jacket that looks as, you know, stunning as this. Now, your dog t-shirts... They aren't just the regular tees you'll see around, Bjorn. <laughs> Again, no. you've done it differently. <laughs> the yeah. I want to just tee it off for our listeners. The famous rock photographer, Jan Olofsson, who's basically shot all of Rock's royalty, the Stones, the Beatles, Hendrix, Johnny Cash, and more, throughout the swinging 60s and beyond. It's his iconic photos of some of Rock's royalty that adorn your dog's t-shirts. How did you guys get together with him? How did this happen? Well, I actually grew up, he's a Swede, so I grew up with him. He was 10 years older than I, and he was the best friend of my brother, who also was a rock star in Sweden, and we were into music wow. a lot. I've done that too. So he actually grew up with us because he lived, he came to our family for some time, and he was my brother's manager when he was 15 years old. And uh, he was a genius at that time because... He went to Stockholm with my brother and they met Pat Boone and all, all this stuff. So he already started in that way. And when, then he went to Germany and lived with the Beatles and everything in oh my God. Germany at the Kaiserkeller. So he knew all these guys. And then he, he moved to London at a very young age and started a record company. And uh, also he was a photographer for a very famous show at the time in England where all the famous people were. So he had the opportunity to take pictures of them and also become friends of them. He was friends with Jimi Hendrix and, and Johnny Cash and the Beatles and a lot of other people. There's a book out in Sweden and they're going to translate it to English as well, which it says he's sitting down there between Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. And he knew so many celebrities around the world and he everywhere. He was a fantastic person. He passed yeah. away just two months ago. He was a very dearly oh, friend of mine. Oh, I'm so, so, so sorry. That, yeah, oh, that's how we got to do this because he loved Manfred and he loved Moose. And he said, well, if you want to, Bjorn, we just put my pictures on the T-shirts. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, so that was fantastic. So it, it was quite easy for us. And he stayed a, a lifetime long friend of mine and I dearly miss him. But it is fantastic to have that opportunity because his photos, they're really good. They're fantastic. It's photos when they are sort of natural. They don't pretend. They don't put up a it's face. It's not posed and staged. No, no. It's yeah, catching yeah. them in those moments. Yeah. yeah sorry for my bad English. <laughs> no, please. You're doing great. Are you kidding oh, me? Thank you. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> You're doing great. So if anyone listening wants to have an incredibly special rock star, truly rock star tea for your dog, definitely check out manfredofsweden.com. Now, you also design and make luxury women's clothes 
clothing. You've even created some human dog ensembles. The Japan is one that I see that stands out. Tell us a little bit about that. And do you also find that women who buy your clothing also buy for their dogs? Absolutely. They usually want to have a bag as well to match the dog jacket because that's an accessory that it doesn't interfere with their own clothing in that sense. I mean, women and bags and shoes is very, very special. We know that. (laughs) Everybody that lives knows that. I mean, there are women that have about 2,000 shoes and they probably only have a little bit of clothes. But uh, that's <laughs> the way it is. This is true. Yeah. So, and they prefer to spend money on shoes and bags than they prefer to spend on other things. But when they have a dog, they usually like to have a good bag as well. A bag that is also gets a patina and gets, you know, it fits. Because it's special with women. Some women can buy bags for hundreds of thousands of dollars probably if you have that money and still they have a bag that is is less than that in money to buy and that's the favorite so you never know you never know about women and i love women so it's nothing negative about that but so that's the niche for that they could have a jacket that you could match with your bag. It's harder when you do the clothing because that's very special. It's easier when you have an accessory like a bag and you have the jacket for the dog. Absolutely. Well, this is segueing perfectly into my next question to you. Manfred of Sweden is about to launch more dog carry bags, which I'm sure will be gorgeous. They are gorgeous. I've already seen some of them on the site. And we are very, very lucky, everyone listening, because they have been very generous in offering Bark and Swagger listeners a very, very special offer, which I'm going to tell you about at the end of the broadcast. So stay tuned for that. But please tell us a little bit more about these beautiful leather bags. They look very, very comfy and cozy. And the design is really, really lovely. Tell us more. Well, these bags, we started with them a few years ago, but we're changing a little bit on them every year because it's become the classics, just like the man for the Sweden leather jackets. Mm-hmm. It's classics. People, when we started to do diverse from the original design, people, they told us, oh, you have to go back to design because we want it. You can change a little bit, but keep it like it is. So it has become classics, the bags. And so what we have done, it's lamb. It's the softest skin you can have. And it's getting better the more you use it. And women like in Los Angeles and everywhere in New York, they love it because they can put so much into the bag and they can also have their dog if they want to. And Mm -hmm. there's a little tray inside that you can take out and wash if you have your dog in it. So you won't destroy the bag. And there's a lot of pockets, both on the outside. There's four on the outside and on the inside there are two zippers where you can zip pockets where you can put your stuff. And there's also for those people that have a small dog it's very easy for the dog to when it wants to get their head up they could put it out on the side or if they just raise their back it will open ah interesting So it's it's another instance of, you know, very fashionable meets function. It's magnets. So you can also, it's magnets that keep it together. So when the dog wants to get up, it just opens. And it could put put its head out on the side. And you can also alter it because you can alter it on the side so it's get bigger depending on which dog you have. 
Interesting. Interesting. Very cool. I don't think I've seen another dog carry bag that operates with magnets instead of zippers, but I think that's really, really interesting. I'm going to sort of segue a little bit here and ask, have you ever created for other types of animals besides dogs? No, we haven't. They have asked us to do for pigs. <laughs> no way. Guy- <laughs> yes. You know, these Vietnamese pigs, they are quite small. Oh, the, the potbelly pigs, the little yeah, ones. Yeah, the potbelly, yes. So yeah. they asked for that and also cats. And there were even horses. And uh, so these animals, and there was actually one guy who asked if we could do it for one of his parakeets. And also he had some very big parrot. Yeah, the African gray parrots. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was that. So, uh, but, but we said, I'm so sorry, we could do that, but uh, we are sticking to doing for dogs. You focus that, on that, the that, dogs. That, yeah, we were best on doing that, so we great. focused on dogs. Great. Wonderful. Now, Manfred of Sweden is one of the few, if not the only, I mean, I've never heard of another dog fashion brand who've been exhibited in museums with well-known human designers as well, design brands. Tell us about that. Where have you exhibited and alongside whom? That is a very long story, but I'll try to keep it short. (laughs) It all started at the Design Museum in Sweden, in Gothenburg, which is one of the most famous design museums in Sweden. It also has a branch in Los Angeles, I think. And uh, we were lucky to have the main room at the museum for three months Oh my. Uh, and we were quite amazed because there was another very, very famous Swedish brand that's been around for 40 years that had a little room. But we got a big room because they thought that was so. So we were very happy and we were very nervous that if Wonderful. people would like it. But there's a video on our website, www.manfredosweden.com as well. It's, it's from Gothenburg, the design museum. So it was quite amazing. And it all started there. And then when we, we started to work with Swarovski, it became the Louvre in Paris, which is one very famous museum in Paris. Oh my and God, the Monet yes. Museum in Paris as well, where we exhibited with John uh, Galliani, Armani, Victor and Rolf. Vivian Westwood. Westwood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, all the big designers. So it was some sort of crossover into that. And that was Swarovski's biggest exhibition ever. They made this coffee table book, fantastic, called Unbridled, which they sent out to 35,000 opinion leaders of the world. So we had to pinch ourselves because this was so unreal. It was Absolutely. just like... Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, who does that in the dog fashion world? I don't think anyone. Amazing. So you're obviously all over the world and you have customers all over the world. What are some of the, you know, sort of most popular countries for Manfred of Sweden at this point? It changes all the time. It has changed with the recession. It has changed with everything. It depends on what the world is about for the moment with everything that is going on with economics and everything. But uh, U.S. has been very great and Dubai, the United Emirates and, and also Russia. Sweden is half and half. It depends on, it all depends on. So, but England as well, France. I would think Japan too, because they, they really appreciate the kind of design, you know, interesting design. Yeah, absolutely. But they also had a dip. Yes, they did. But, you know, it's changing in Brazil, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Germany, the Netherlands, it's all over the place. So it's very hard to say because it changes all the time. But 
still they like the classics that we're doing because it seems like there are companies out there that do new designs all the time, every time and all the time. But some category of customers, they want the classic things. So they usually, you have different customers that's in everything. I mean, some like Volvo, some like Rolls Royce. and It's so different. So it's hard to say. It changes all the time with the economy and what the world is about. But now China is coming. I mean, on one street, they eat dogs. And on the other street, now it's very popular to have a dog because it's uh, it's status for the people that are having it and and can afford it. So... that insane yeah it's it's insane the world world is upside down and yes so so it's that's a whole other conversation yeah (laughs) yeah i'm sorry to say we're out of time i could talk with you bjorn forever i love the brands i encourage listeners to explore it you can see everything that they do on manfredofsweden.com I want to give listeners more information now on the very, very exciting and special and generous offer that Manfred of Sweden is doing for Bark and Swagger listeners. So here's the amazing offer that Manfred of Sweden is giving to Bark and Swagger listeners. For the first 40 customers only, they're offering a 50%, that's 50% discount on a gorgeous carry bag. Now, this bag is not an old style, nor are they trying to get rid of an overstocked item. This is a sought-after luxury bag that normally retails from about $1,700 to just under $2,000. It's currently on sale for less, but Manfred of Sweden is offering us 50% off the already discounted price, which is incredible. Now, this offer is only good until November 20th, so run to the computer and take a look. These bags now, with our offer, our exclusive offer, will cost between $437 and $625. When you think about what a luxury designer bag costs today, this is an amazing price. And this is a bag that isn't a fad. It won't last for one or two years. It'll last for many years, and it'll never go out of style. Here's how to take advantage of it. Go to store.manfredofsweden.com backslash fashion backslash bags.html. We'll also have this on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. That'll take you to the screen at Manfred of Sweden that show all the bags selected for this offer. Choose your favorite. Then email Manfred of Sweden at 50 bag off. That's 50BAGOFF at manfredofsweden.com. M like Mary, A N like Nancy, F R E D O F S W E D E N.com. Tell them which bag you'd like and how many. Include your name, address, and phone number. Now, this offer can only be used by the person actually living at the address that you send. They will invoice you the payment from PayPal. And the bag will be shipped out to you ASAP. It's as simple as that. I can't stress enough how beautiful and luxurious these bags are. So go take a look and take advantage of this one-time offer only until November 20th. All of these instructions will be included on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site as well, in case it sounds a little complicated from me. But it isn't really. But you can go to the page and see everything there. Thank you so much 
for being with us. We really appreciate it. I don't know if Anne is still on, but Bjorn and Anne, it's been absolutely lovely to talk with you. We wish you much continued success. Thank you to my listeners and thanks to our producer, Mark Winter, who makes us all sound like geniuses. My passion is fashion. So tune in next time to discover the designers, styles, and home decor I love. And don't forget to visit me at barkandswagger.com where you'll find great fashion stories and more. Thank you again, Bjorn and Anne. Thank you. And thank you, Mark, as well. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, to all people out there, listen to Bark and Swagger because we do it. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. So until next time, remember, when fierce fashion calls, Bark and Swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.